Good morning and welcome to Ask Andy. This is a daily podcast about personal injury practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm, and, I'm Andrew Newworth, and you can reach me on the web at newworthlaw, N-E-U-W-I-R-T-H-L-A-W.com, or by drift on the website or by phone at 215-259-3687. And if you have gloves or need of gloves, and I, ha- I have gloves to give away most of the winter time, I have a bit of a cold, so I may be sniffling a little bit. Anyway, I want to talk to you today about how cases develop once they're in court. Okay, so you have your case, you were injured, you found a lawyer, and you and the lawyer can't get a good offer from the insurance company because there are some potential defenses and the case has to be filed in court. So I'm going to focus particularly on Philadelphia for today's episode. So what happens? Well, the lawyer writes up a complaint, you review it, and it's verified or signed off on by both lawyer and client. And then the complaint is filed electronically by the lawyer. At that point, the court in Philadelphia, if it's a case with one defendant, sometimes maybe two, will assign it to an expedited track, which is usually 12 to 15 months. And that's from the date of the filing of the complaint to trial is supposed to be 12 to 15 months, which is pretty quick for lawyer's stuff. So, you know, what does that mean? Well, really, for you as the client, not much happens in the first 90 days of that time period. So basically, I file the complaint, then I send it out to be served by a process server or if the, pers- the defendants in the counties, then I have to get the sheriff to, fu- to serve it. Usually that process takes about 30 days and not much is really going on. Then once the defendant is served with a complaint, hopefully they get it to their insurance company who assigns a lawyer and who asks for an extension of 30 days from me to answer the complaint. Now, my practice generally is to give that extension because it's a sign of, you know, goodwill between me and the other lawyer, and it sets the tone for some of the litigation going forward. So that means the lawyer now has until, let's say, 60 days after service of the complaint to answer, and the first thing they'll usually do is file preliminary objections or answer the complaint. So if it's preliminary objections, that's going to cause another 60-day delay. If it's just an answer, it's, you know, 30-day delay. So let's say at the end of three months, 90 days, to you as the client, really not a lot's gone on. You don't see anything going on. Between the lawyers, there's some initial, you know, professional jousting. And at the end of that 90-day period, usually the court will schedule a case management conference, which in Philadelphia is fairly you know, routine or pro forma. Nothing really happens that we need to prepare for as lawyers or as client. The client doesn't attend the case management conference. The case management conference basically sets a track for the case. So it says you're going to have an expedited track, meaning 12 to 15 months, or you're going to have a standard track, meaning 24 months or longer, depending on, you know, if you're a, a med mal case or you have a lot of defendants or something like that. But your standard car accident where one person hits another, you know, 12 to 15 months, but you've already burned up three months of that time in just the initial back and forth. Discovery will begin sometime after that conference, and that'll be, you know, the exchange of interrogatories and requests for production of documents. 
So what does that mean? Well, each side will exchange, you know, usually standard form interrogatories in a basic case, saying to the other side, tell me who your witnesses are, tell me what your evidence is, tell me what you know about the case, and, and you know, what my guy did wrong, or what you did right, or etc. So they're kind of just basic, you know, name, rank, serial number, background about the accident, and your insurance. In terms of documents, you know, usually as plaintiff's counsel, I try and turn over every single shred of medical evidence I can to bolster my client's um, injury picture, and as well, any photos, videos, this and that. Then at the end of like, you know, really, you're, you're deep into five months after filing, still as the client, like, you don't see that a lot's gone on. Maybe, you know, maybe you've answered interrogatories. Um, Sometimes that takes a while as the lawyers have other cases to work on and take some time turning their attention to your specific case. But once the answers to interrogatories are finished and documents are produced, then it's, you know, at some point in the next three months, so now you're nine, you know, eight or nine months into the case, there's going to be a deposition taken. And depositions are kind of the most client involvement, formal part of the uh, process. So, you know, once your deposition is done, then, you know, most of your work as client is done until you get closer to settlement and trial. But, you know, usually from start to finish, within nine months to 12 months, you know, written discovery should be done, depositions should be done, and, you know, the one thing that both sides are doing in the background is, you know, evaluating whether they need experts and getting experts. I try and do that earlier rather than later, but that's, you know, because I'm on plaintiff's counsel side, and I know the case usually pretty well before I file it. So, you know, that's the basic, you know, first kind of nine months to 12 months of a case. Once discovery is done, discovery is the time period during which you're allowed to file written questions, subpoena documents, take depositions, do anything you want to know or do to find out about the case. Once that's done, and there's a, usually in Philadelphia, there's a hard date. It says, you know, December 1st, 2020 is the end of discovery. You're not allowed to do more discovery after that, um, you know, with the court's permission. So at that point, expert reports are due from the, from the plaintiff's side, and a month later, expert reports are due from the defense side, and a month after that, there'll be something called a settlement conference scheduled. And what happens at settlement conference is an effort by the court, and it's a free process, to have the parties sit down, talk about the value of the case, and meet with a judge pro tem. We call them JPTs. It's just abbreviation. But it's basically a lawyer who practices in this area and does a fair amount of these kind of mediations. They're usually an hour or so, and, and you know, Sometimes I'd say, you know, in my situation, I'd say 25% of the cases settle there. But at least, you know, you get a better sense of what the other side's thinking. The clients don't usually show up, in my view. Usually I just ask my client to give me authority and to be available by phone. But, you know, you get a pretty good sense of, of where the other side is. And sometimes people get upset about, you know, where the other side is. But it, it, more information is better. So... Let's say you get past settlement conference and the case isn't settled. What happens next? The next thing that happens is the court has automatically scheduled a pretrial conference. And a month after that, the court has dumped you into a trial pool. So at pretrial conference, you know, you got to be kind of looking at this case as, as one that's more likely to go to trial than not. 
Um, you know, there's a lot of work being done by the lawyers to, you know, tune the case up and get it ready for trial. And then experts are sort of scheduled and made sure they're available, made sure your client's available. And then at some point in the next 30 days, you're going to probably put your expert on video and then you'll be into a trial pool. And trial pool is, let's say your pretrial is December 1st and your trial pool is January in Philly, that means that you're on 24 hours notice. Sometimes it's more like 12 hours notice. Um, but it's kind of a aggravating time for lawyers and clients because you're basically on call, told to be available, but you can sit and twist in the wind for, you know, 30 days or more, uh, depending on the case. So that's pretty much the course of your average case from filing to uh, trial pool. That's enough for today. That's Ask Andy. I hold people accountable. I'm sorry, I have a bit of a cold. <laughs>